Around episode 100, I think it actually was episode 100, we gave our lists for our top 10 favorite movies of all time. And much to the chagrin of each of us, uh, there were several movies that uh, we would associate as our favorites that many others maybe not, maybe, you know, wouldn't. Um, To my surprise, this movie ranked on Richard's list. I had no idea his feeling toward it. And um, so that in and of itself kind of necessitates a episode. Gun rack. Yeah. <laughs> Gun. Um, Wayne's World. Yeah. I did not know. I don't know where what number this was on your list, but it's it was high. pretty. pretty well, high. I love stupid comedies, and I didn't think it would be. Everyone can put their list together of like you know your pretentious like Igmar Berman films and you know The Godfather Part Two and. <laughs> It, but uh, I wanted to have one stupid comedy on my top ten because that represents who I am as like a film watcher, and so I uh, I picked Wayne's World because it's my it's the one it's the movie I have seen most. It wasn't MacGruber? It was Wayne's World. Yeah, MacGruber needed t- needs time. MacGruber could pass Wayne's World in twenty years, but I have spent I'm thirty years old. I've spent twenty five years watching this movie. Uh, my whole childhood, I had a like bootleg VHS of it. I've seen this movie six hundred times minimum. Really? Don't, don't buzz me, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, and you also... It's sucking my will to live. Maybe. <laughs> the suck king or whatever. We have the movie streaming right on, yeah. <laughs> um, well, it certainly suck does cut. suck. <laughs> suck cut. It's funny because that's an actual product that they were trying to pitch like in the 80s or um, for... I think it was for pets or something, like to cut your dog's hair yeah. or something like that. Um, but another fun fact about Richard... Is uh, you're you're super into SNL and late night, uh-huh. and so this kind of crosses sure the, those two like Venn diagram of of fun comedy and then like SNL, you know, yep, <laughs> and, totally and the fact that it is a and it's the one. I mean, MacGruber's up there, but MacGruber's so different than the than the sketch MacGruber. The movie. Mm-hmm. Right, this one really is like a Wayne's World sketch, but it's just it holds for an hour and a half. It's like it's so funny all the way through. Yeah. Um, the script is so... Myers and the Turners, Bonnie and Terry Turner, did such a great, great job on the script, too. It's it's really well written. It's well, really Brian, where do you fall on um, your background with it? I I have an interesting... Well, not interesting, because I'm not interesting. But, like, uh, <laughs> I think... I sat down to watch this last night, and I remember watching it in high school for the first time, and I think I've probably seen parts of it 500 times you know on tv or it's playing in the background at a party or something like that and i appreciate i felt like i knew it all but i i think last night was only the second time in my life that i've actually sat down and watched watched the whole movie from uh from front to back what i was struck by this time around is how um well two things how iconic so many of the sequences are for me, having only really truly seen the movie uh, once, maybe maybe three times, you yeah. Know? Um, to for for like I knew exactly. Oh, this is that scene that yeah. I've, I my, I've seen this in my head so many times. Like this is so memorable because it stuck around. And two, like there's a lot of stuff that I think I 
And I wish I would have taken notes. I don't usually take notes when I watch these movies, but I was so tired last night. I probably should have just so I remember it all. But um, there's so many <laughs> there's so many movies and TV shows and whatnot that have stolen directly from Wayne's World, yeah. and I've kind of forgotten that it started at Wayne's World yeah. at some point, or that they were, you know, playing off of what was happening in Wayne's World, and I just kind of have forgotten that over over totally. time. But like. Um, the Dreamweaver bit, yeah, and, and all, these things have been done so many times in the last twenty five years, and and really, this is probably the originator of a lot of those things. So, um, I have a great, endearing, healthy respect for Wayne's World, but having seen it so few times, I'm more than anything, I'm excited to hear uh, you guys talk about it. Um, Kent, what's your what's your introduction to Wayne's World, and what's your you know where's your feeling? Yeah, on? I always thought that Wayne and Garth are like the coolest guys. <laughs> they know? are awesome. Like, they're everyone, such losers, but there's something just inherently like it, cool about If them. I was Mike Myers, I would have just lived as Garth <laughs> as Wayne, and Wayne. Yeah. It, or if I was both, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want a cool life. Like, just the, the way they kind of approach life is yeah. nonchalant, don't care right. kind of attitude. Garth you know? is so positive. It's and so funny. Wayne is so positive. Like, when yeah. Wayne goes to, like, the donut shop and he's yeah. just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah, what's up? And he's like, you know, everyone just, just kind of got uh, that. Just kind of like, kind of like uh, coasting through life, you know, like yeah. nothing bothers him. He's never <laughs> upset, you know, yeah. like his he's being exploited the whole time. They never, they really always look at the silver lining, like think of it as this, Oh, Wayne's world on TV. Cool. You know, um, yeah. it's just such a carefree way to live yeah. and they're just yeah. enjoying life. And that's, that's kind of like my introduction to them is just, I wanted to be Wayne and Garth so bad. Like my goal is like, man, just get, if I could do a show out of my basement, we're doing a show. <laughs> we're doing a show in my we're living room right now. We're literally living yeah. this out. Yeah. yeah so, we are Wayne and Garth. We're three, we're three <laughs> way had the kind of, not only that, but they were like rock stars in a way, yeah. you know, too. So that introduced me to like classic rock and like gave me an affinity for in Chicago. That. The Chicago that they live in is awesome, too. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, the scene, there are so many just like iconic moments of the, of the movie. I think the most iconic one is the Bohemian Rhapsody sure. mm-hmm. driving around in the car. Like it's such a simple concept, you know? She will. But it's so, it's so perfect in the fact i mean if it was any other song i don't know if that would have worked as well you know like uh, i think they the studio said or this is a five million dollar movie we can't get the rights to that song that's a third of our budget just to get that (laughs) and mike myers is like i'm not doing the movie unless we do that song in this sequence and it literally was like they could show four frames from that in an oscar montage you know exactly yeah what 100%. it is, you know, yeah. like just the just them headbanging, like yeah. when the when the when drums they, kick in is like, and it's also nice at the end of it when they start singing the soft part and they're just like really smiling and wistful <laughs> yeah. as they try. Nothing <laughs> really matters, yeah. and and it's so subtle about that is the rock part comes in and the nothing really matters at the end. Yeah. It starts to end as they're pulling into the donut shop and Garth knows none of the words <laughs> to the end. He's just mouthing, like opening and closing yeah. his mouth. Like, he's trying to sing along, but he knows none of the Their words. Such a subtle so- oh, like Dana Carvey. Um, I think I've mentioned him on the show or his last stand up, but like Dana Carvey during this time was yeah. Yeah, almost was untouchable. Cheap, he was untouchable. And he, and the fact that he kind of plays second fiddle to, yeah, or is willing to play second yeah, fiddle yeah, to yeah. Myers during this whole bit, uh, you know, the entire length of it. Pork prog- prog- some type. He said, I think he, bla- I think he based Garth on his brother. His brother, his brother's like, his a, brother literally was Garth. Yeah, he's <laughs> like a really passive, but like really crazy engineering genius. And he'll say things like, 
the toaster was broken, so I fixed it. Like yeah. it was like a four-year-old, <laughs> and so he would just do this character, and so they needed someone to be a sidekick to Wayne, and so he's like, "I'll just do my brother." That's awesome. I think yeah, like the Wayne Campbell and Garth. Like I, I don't know where the inspiration for Wayne came from originally, but I just think just the SNL bit is yeah. so genius. Yes. Yeah, um, to kind of have that kind of. Uh, just how the kind of voice of the youth being spoken at that time, and like something that the the youth could relate to. I can't remember. Maybe that the little Jimmy, scenes like this Ed O'Neill though are just what make this. Ed O'Neill's just like unbearable, <laughs> and he's like a Ed O'Neill's character for is no my favorite reason. Part of this whole movie, I think it's so funny. They use him twice, maybe in the whole yeah. movie, and and both scenes are so funny. You know, it's so it, disturbing. Yeah, he's just like I'm gonna murder everybody <laughs> yeah. in here. You know, the Indians used to believe that if you killed a man in the dead of winter, <laughs> yeah. the steam rising from his body with his soul escaping. <laughs> Why do they come to me to die? So Why do they come to me to die? <laughs> I think it's so like that there's that could not be in the movie at all. It makes no difference at all. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. That's just Myers. This was my Myers just his I think his best movie as a writer because I Austin Powers because the time period is so fun gets all the credit. This age is so much oh, better. Oh yeah, not like, even comedy close. wise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this this movie's super dated because it's all about like early 90s, late 80s heavy metal culture. Right. But like comedy-wise, it could come out in 2017. Austin Powers has not aged well in no. the funny department. No, 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 no. But this is still every bit. Of, sometimes it's actually funnier now because it's so like avant-garde. And, like why did Garth fall down there? Like, <laughs> it knocks just, her right. down. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. It knocks him down because of how... Uh, I like that there's these other guys that are in almost every scene of the movie and you never learn their names. Yeah. Like the up. one guy in their kind of trio, yeah. the guy they pick up that's drunk and he's just going to hurl the whole movie. <laughs> right. They're just trying to keep him from throwing up. Right. Like That's the plot of the movie. Stacey, <laughs> he's, like, or, he's, he's not going to honk in the car. They call it honking. <laughs> right. He's, he ain't going to honk in the car. Early yeah. Lara Flynn Boyle. I right had no this, idea this was Laura Flynn Boyle yeah. until last night. This, when I was looking at this gun rack scene is one of the funniest. It's really strong. <laughs> If you're not careful, you're going to lose me. I lost you six months ago. (laughs) We broke up. Are you mental? Gosh, she's got a Wayne necklace on, which is so funny. Her character, besides that, she she might be my second favorite part of the movie. Her slamming into the car while she's riding a bike is such a funny little bit of stupid physical comedy. She's such a... Uh, I mean, to make a parallel to something more recent, like a Knives Chow from Scott Pilgrim. Uh Like the girl that's obsessed with the... The guy, but he never sees her that way, and like he's trying to get away with her. Like, uh, that's a great bit. And the fact that he's in love with Cassandra and all that as the eight. Garth plot. is drinking the jelly out of his yeah. donut with a straw. With a tiny stir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fact that he's fun. wearing a Wayne's World hat. Yeah. We talked about this at lunch when we were on our break today <laughs> about bands that wear their own merch on stage yeah. is kind of this weird yeah. thing. If you Wayne ever see any of hat, us, but we're just wearing a Mad About Movies podcast. Please just murder T-shirt us. all the time. This bar seems so awesome. I want to like go to every show here. <laughs> oh, yeah, where they see Cassandra. What up, the, Yeah. They see Cassandra's band. Um, the name of these bands are hilarious. Yeah. They're, the Crappy Beagles. That's a weird name. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned earlier how this is kind of an SNL sketch. Yeah. But stretched out the challenge is with the snl movies how do you make it how do you make a two-minute sketch right. a feature film yeah because I sometimes five-minute sketch is too much you know so right. how do you make 90 sometimes it's only it, funny yeah. for five minutes uh-huh. like i'm sure if they made a stefan movie it wouldn't have been funny yeah, how dare even you? though bill Hader for two minutes on weekend update yeah. is the funniest moment of your week yeah you know? human suitcase um, um the key to 
the key, I guess you kind of say something like that for Stefan, just what he refers to, but the key to this is the second word in the title, Wayne's World. They kind of create this alternate world that they live in, and yeah, so thus you can export for, like, honestly, they probably could have made like five of these and I would be all in because it's just, it's such a funny universe of this like loser heavy metal culture, but but they're also awesome. Yeah. It goes back and jumps back and forth between them being total losers and <laughs> like Meatloaf is at the door being like, You guys are awesome. Yeah. Like, it's just a Crucial Taunt. I always tell people Crucial Taunt's one of my ten favorite bands of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I like um so for me, the translation is in Wayne's World the sketch on SNL, it's always from the perspective of the program camera yeah. on Wayne's World. Yeah. It's always we're we're watching the show yeah, Wayne's the World. Public access show, yeah. And in the first scene of this, they literally break that fourth wall yeah. where you're seeing the show being filmed in his basement. Uh-huh. So yeah. you're thinking, okay, this is where they film all the SNL things. Like, he's just in his basement. The breaking of the fourth wall in this and Wayne narrating and looking at the camera yeah. and, like, that yeah. whole... That point. makes this movie uh-huh. what it is. Like, the fact that they embraced that Ferris Bueller style of storytelling yeah. for this makes all the difference right. for me. I don't think this would work in just a... Literally, if you don't break the fourth wall, yeah, like no. if, if, yeah, if he doesn't sh- look at the camera and wink and things like that, I think that totally makes this funny. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That's a really. I think it's. I it, for whatever reason, this last time it made me when he's I just me. sorry when he's just kind of uh, saying uh, the very first. I live in Chicago, Aurora, Illinois. Yeah, you know, yeah. suburb of Chicago. Excellent. <laughs> you know? Excellent. Yeah. And he's just like yeah. explaining his everyday his life. Thing. Like this is Garth. Yeah. This is my friend. So this fun. is my house. You know, like that's but see, so this good. way I have an extensive collection of name tags and hairnets. <laughs> yeah, um, he's so upbeat about it. It's so funny to me. It will I be mine. It was oh, cracking yes. me up it this time for whatever reason that when he does break the fourth wall and pans out, and the, that the idea that this cable access show would have three people <laughs> running camera and sound and the board and all this stuff was just like, this is the stupidest thing ever. And they're yeah, all just so his funny. friends. You can tell they have yeah. no technical experience yeah, at all. Yeah. They're just like, stand back there yeah. and we'll turn it on. And Gosh. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, I love uh, the Cassandra stuff, I think, is great. She was great at this. She was, Tia Carrera was super talented. Yeah. Like, how is she not... And she, su- they interviewed her on the ticket, which is a local station here. They had this thing called Guest Booking League, where they <laughs> basically have you know three co-hosts of one of the shows, and the other co-hosts kind of see who can book the best guests. Yeah, uh, they um, get points. The and they get points, and then they, well, they had Tia Carrera on, and she was just the coolest. Like was she? Know, like yeah, like uh, she's on some random radio show in Dallas, some sports show. Yeah, and she was just so nice and like. Asking, answering every question, but I'm just like, wonder why she didn't have a bigger yeah. career, considering how talented she was and everything. She's kind of always been known for this, mm-hmm. you know, and that's really it. But that's weird. Um, I love that they're like kind of Beavis and Butthead. Oh, totally. Kind of intellectual Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, you know, they're just yeah. super horny guys <laughs> that like love rock music, but they have this kind of different. It's not necessarily like uh, they're socially inept, you know. Right, I mean? right, yeah. No, Except for Garth, yeah. They're, but yeah, Wayne especially is like actually pretty incredible socially. He's like prom king. Yeah, everyone of thinks the he's losers. the coolest guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's such an easy. It would have been so much easier to just make them losers, but it is kind of funny that they are in their world. They're awesome. Yeah, they're the kings of their <laughs> universe. Do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> <laughs> There's no. 
every joke is kind of self-isolated. You yeah. Know? Nothing really kind of connects. It's always just kind of a series of funny... It, it's like it, a 30 Rock. Right, yeah. and, and that may be... I think that's part of why this, this movie works as compared to so many other SNL movies that don't work or that don't age well is yeah. that... Yes, there is a continuous narrative from minute one through the 90th minute, but it isn't – they don't stick so hard to that that they can't take diversions to do stupid stuff like the Grey Poupon bit. And yeah. like all the stuff with Rob Lowe is just – is basically like let's just have Rob Lowe be yeah. Rob Lowe for you know yeah. his screen time. It's funny to He's see great. how that works out of, of like they're not trying too hard to make a five-minute sketch, a 90-minute movie. No. They're just kind of having – Little sketches here and there that all tie together in one narrative, I guess. I I guess the social commentary is the uh, selling out yeah. kind of aspect uh-huh. of it, and how it's funny how little they sell out to. Like they're so hyped because they get five thousand dollars, <laughs> right? Yeah, changes yeah. their whole world. We got five thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. They have to split it. Yeah. <laughs> the other guys, by the way, get nothing. They split. Yeah. 20, they each get. And 20. they're happy to do so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This bit with. Uh, in this with uh, Brian Doyle Murray uh-huh. of when he sits in on the show and he's got Wayne has the notes written on the back of the cards. It's yeah. So funny. Yeah. Um, so the kind of selling out <laughs> to the arcade boy. is, um, <laughs> is, is sort of the social commentary if there is any, but it's Noah's arcade. Like they could have made it yeah. some like feminine hygiene product like company or something. <laughs> yeah. like, the fact that it's an arcade is kind of cool like who wouldn't want their show to yeah. be sponsored by an arcade yeah. it's, just, it's just funny that arcades were a thing back then yeah. like uh looking back nostalgia say r.i.p arcades and yeah those. <laughs> hey mountasia's still there <laughs> do you take cooper to mountasia uh we've not been to mountasia we do you know chuck e cheese yeah. occasionally he's a big chuck e cheese guy as, yeah. you, as you would be at three or four i was just saying like it's not uh or 30 i wouldn't think I mean, yeah, it is. It's a big corporation, I guess, is what yeah. you're trying yeah. to say. But I wouldn't think if you're Wayne and Garth that you would think they could ruin the show. You know, yeah. like the, that having their name attached yeah. would be so so bad. You know, like if Tornado Terry's wants to sponsor Mad About Movies, we're in. <laughs> Nickel, totally, Nickelmania. Yeah. Nickelmania. <laughs> that place was the best. If there's Nickelmania's around here, there, still there are. There's one. What? I drove by one. There's one in Keller, I think, still. And there's okay. one in. Oh there's gosh. one in Carrollton. I Next know. Next podcast Tornado, hangout. Tornado Terry's yeah. is in Keller. It's still there. It's still going strong. Wow. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. But there is a Nickelmania in Carrollton because it was right by my old office. Wow. Hey, ma'am, fam. Question for you: Do you own a small business or are you a boss? Are you looking to hire awesome people, but you just can't find somebody to fill that role? Well, let me tell you about ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites all with one click. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. Right now, you can post your jobs for free on ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. Thanks to ZipRecruiter for supporting this episode of the Mad About Movies podcast. Hey, what's up, ma'am, fam? Kent here. And yes, if you're hearing from me, you know it's time to talk about Blue Apron. 
If you haven't tried out Blue Apron by now, what the heck are you even doing? Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. They deliver fresh meals straight to your door. All the food is fresh. It's sourced from local farms. And there's no wasted ingredients. I've been a Blue Apron subscriber for a long time now. And they have still, to this day, never let me down. There's tons of variety. Some featured upcoming meals include summer vegetable and egg paninis, soy glazed pork and rice cakes, skillet vegetable chili with cheddar drop biscuits, holy crap, and garlic butter shrimp and corn with green bean salad. So take it from me. Try out Blue Apron now. Go to blueapron.com slash mad. That's blueapron.com slash mad. Get three meals on us for free. Nothing goes better with a movie than dinner. So check out Blue Apron, blueapron.com slash mad. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And, then, and also Wayne's World 2, we should mention too, is is not a horrible sequel. It's yeah, pretty yeah, funny. Fair. It's not nearly as good as the first one. Walken's mm-hmm. really good in it. It has this incredible bit, bit with uh, kind of a um, Abbott Costello-style bit with Wayne and Garth uh, trying to fill out permits with Kevin Pollock. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, Kevin Pollock has yeah. the weird eye. Yes. And, okay. and he's got this like he kind of mimics that in Awesome Powers yeah, with the mole thing. Exactly, with the, but this one's so much funnier because he's like <laughs> he just immediately looks away. They, like, they both look away, <laughs> and then he's like, "Is there something wrong? It's my eye, isn't it?" And then Garth goes, "No. Is there something wrong with that weird eye?" <laughs> And then they keep accidentally saying, like, well, I'd like to think I have an eye for details. And they, like, look at the ceiling. And then the one, the classic line of when he goes, well, we'll take the hands of all these papers. And he goes, we'll take these home, run through them with a fine-tooth comb, cross the T's, and dot the lowercase J's. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, too, the fact that Wayne wants the guitar so bad. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, guitar that is unreachable or, like, his... uh, Yeah. Um... I guess he's made it in life if he could ever if he could ever afford it, you know? Like that scent of his she will be mine. Oh yes. It will. Yeah. And, the, and when they actually cash? when they actually go in and uh and like uh to the music store and Garth is awesome on drums. And Garth is randomly awesome. Like I think he was really playing too. No, he, yeah, Dana he's a big drummer. Really yeah. And then the guys like, "Wow, you're incredible and Dana thanks. Thanks. I like to play drums. I like to play." This <laughs> <laughs> so soft <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, he, so they go in and he says, I, I think I, I'd like to play it like for real this time. Like he, yeah. as if he comes in every yeah. week, uh, and trying like, to play it. No stairway. They have a no stairway to have it signed. <laughs> oh, no stairway. Bit. Denied. Denied. <laughs> um, so the only kind of change they try to make to Wayne's world, the show is they put it in like a real studio, which is funny how they, yeah. It's like whoa! It's like Wayne's basement, and they oh, have they. They don't know how to do the five, four, the they're five, like three. <laughs> they're counting along like, with it. Wayne, stop nodding your head. You know, <laughs> like, just and that, quit mouthing it. You know, that's that might be the funniest bit in the yeah. movie. I don't remember if it's this one or the second one. Another classic is when Garth is talking to his friend. I think it's in the second one, and he's like, you know. Living at home definitely has its perks, but you know you can't play uh, music at the appropriate level because you know parents are. And, and as he's telling the story about playing music, women just keep walking by, and he just keeps interrupting himself. He's like because obviously parents are genetically <laughs> swing, swing, yeah. <laughs> and he keeps it, like, but it doesn't even distract him from the story. Swing, swing, swing. So, but parents just don't like movies, at, music at the appropriate, swing, appropriate level. 
It's funny how they it's involuntary. <laughs> yeah. <Like a> tick. <laughs> it's funny how they um, reinvent the Wayne's World theme song into this like super yeah. cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. Party time. And they're so excellent. angry about it. Yeah. And they just and then, it's like it, a Saturday morning cartoon show. And then the camera like turns on them. And they're just like <laughs> like awkwardly smiling. Like it's like you're on. Oh oh, welcome to uh, Wayne's World. Excellent. <laughs> It's funny. Um, I want this bar is so funny too. Yeah, but, the, <laughs> but uh, one of the other great ones is when they Garth is randomly building that like animatronic hand, mm-hmm. and they come over and talk oh, to yeah, him, yeah. and then Makes he like hammers that thing, and then he's just like, uh, "We fear change." It like becomes this weird like <laughs> Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's great that Garth can also talk to the camera. Yes. Yeah, you they alternate there. Right? right, they're just one human basically. When he goes under the table, right, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's great at the dinner scene. It's like, all right, I got to get back. I got to get it back up there now. <laughs> I drop, <laughs> drop my, <laughs> drop my pin. He's down yeah. there for like thirty. Seconds. When they're gonna sign the contract? Uh, that's good. Um, why can't? And this has been debated, maybe by us. Why can't they do a third one of these? <laughs> I think there actually is comedy. I would much rather wait. Wouldn't it be funny if, if they were like four. 55 yeah. and totally yes. oblivious yes. and they were I, the same people? It would. Yes. You could make a funny movie with old Wayne and Garth, I think. Right. But do they, like, do, do they not get along? Isn't that they part didn't of the deal? For, they're, they, I know they did the reunion. Yeah, they do now. Like They didn't I for a long they, time. Yeah. Okay, I think okay. Mike Myers is difficult oh yeah 100 percent. yeah so i don't think he gets along with too many people yeah Yeah. but i think they've mended whatever issues they had okay okay because i knew it was a big deal when they was it the 30 the snl yeah the 40 40. yeah Yeah. when they they came back on screen together that's the first time they've done that in a long time yeah i think what what plot would you i mean i know that being older but what could they i don't know i mean i I, it'll never happen but i i'd love to see them like Something like now with the uh, the fact that they're like old cella and all those kind of concerts, you could mind something. You could with do that. that. What if they were um, still on public access <laughs> in 2017 and nobody watches it anymore? <laughs> and they learn about the internet and they try to transition their show into like YouTube, yeah. but they just don't understand okay, it at I'm all. In. I'm in. Let's get that the Kickstarter going for that. Mike Myers got to be pretty cheap. Yeah. Point. No man, he's it's weird. Got, how the love guru like ruined his oh, life. Gosh, man, he's ever recovered. Yeah. Well, he just had he has like seventeen different comedy moves, and yeah. they're seventeen good moves. But he has never been able to grow his arsenal. That's very true. He just yeah. moves them into different worlds, and eventually you just go tired of them. Which is why I don't want a sequel to this or anymore. And I, I mean, Mike Myers is so funny in the nineties. Like he. He's probably the most underappreciated like '90s movie comedian, just because Sandler and Jim Carrey get like all the. But Mike Myers, uh-huh. his comedy probably holds up the best of the three, especially this. Yeah, I don't know. Dana Carvey's uh, Netflix stand-up was really good. No, I know. I, just, I think he's a he's a great stand-up. Yeah, there's no. I mean, he kind of just retired though, raised his kids, and yeah, he had some health issues. I know too. He had, like good, good he was like uh, bypass surgery. He's super into he. I think Dana did Howard Stern last year uh-huh. whenever the uh, stand-up special came out. And he was talking about how he took time off and literally just, like, he he just spent his money on his family. Yeah. And, like, he always wanted to be, be able to be that person that could provide for his family yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And so he literally has just been doing that, like, using all the Wayne's World cash and all that 
and the uh, what was the master of disguise? Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Turtle, turtle, turtle. That's the only thing I know from the entire gosh. movie. I haven't thought about that since it came out. Probably. Uh, this like, guy. He tried to. He tried to kind of branch off and do his own. Yeah. Well, and Mike Myers did too, to the you know, to the degree. I mean, they tried to make him sort of a romantic comedy person with like a "So I Married an Axe Murderer" yeah. and stuff like that. That didn't really work out yeah, quite. And Mike Myers is not a good-looking man. No, so her, and he, he's and he has no range. Yeah. As you, I mean, he just he has. He to was stay. great in *Inglorious Bastards* in that yes, little part. Yes, and uh, he's. I mean, I think he will have an interest because he's. I think crazy. He's also one of these people too that I think is. His, I wouldn't surprise me if his IQ is not like one ninety-five. Yeah, but he's just not good at really. Uh, I think he's too smart for his own good. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe so. Maybe so. But Wayne's World's a classic. Anyone that disagrees with me, come at me. Why? Why? How do you it? not laugh at this movie all the way know. through? I don't know. Yeah, I it is shocking you, yeah. how well it holds up twenty five yeah. years later. Like last, watching it last night, I was. I mean, I was actually laughing, sitting by myself. Yeah. Like, oh, this is so funny. <laughs> why is it better than Wayne's World two? I think Wayne's World two is pretty it's, strong. No, too. it's a I good think sequel. The, the the bit with the uh, roadies and they're like training the roadies yes, and Farley and Farley is like falling everywhere and like, hit by tennis that, balls and stuff. That character actually is, that's my favorite speech. The Del Preston character in Wayne's world two, who's the old roadie that they like, um, uh, like recruit to like plan their concert. He has one of the funniest, uh, here, I've got it here. This is one of my favorite movie quotes of all time. He goes, so there I am in Sri Lanka, formerly Ceylon, Kailan, at about 3 o'clock in the morning looking for 1,000 brown M&Ms to fill a brandy glass or Ozzy mm-hmm. wouldn't go on stage that night. Mm-hmm. So Jeff Beck pops his head around the door and mentions this little <laughs> sweet shop on the edge of town. So we go, and it's closed. So there's me, Keith Moon, and David Crosby breaking into this little sweet shop. Well, instead of a guard dog, they've got this bloody great big Bengal tiger. I managed to take care of the tiger with a can of mace of meat, but the shopkeeper and his son, that was a different story altogether. We had to beat them to death with their own shoes. <laughs> Nasty business, really. But sure enough, we got the M&M's. Ozzy went on stage and had a great show. So, like, it takes this horrible turn. It's a real story from Warren Michaels, by the way. It's actually yeah. happened. <laughs> but it's the murder part. That's but, inspiration. The executive producer was telling a yeah. story, and hey, that could be us. And they, just the fact that they, he just throws in that they beat this shopkeeper and his son to death with their own shoes is to get M&M's is so funny to me. Yeah, that's good. I think they're, I think the Mr. Big bit in this yeah. is kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the biggest, the like, ending what? of this is the worst this, part yeah. where they do like the Scooby-Doo ending. Yeah. Everything. It, just cause it's kind of cop outy. Yeah. Um, but it's a comedy. It's not trying to make it. Right. It, it's very Monty Python-y in that, yeah. that sense too. It's, it's kind of like, <laughs> it feels almost as if <laughs> they're writing the script or, putting it together and they're like are we at an hour and 20 yet we are yeah. okay end it you yeah. know like yeah, it's, yeah. it never really yeah, we've resolves itself it just yeah. kind of um she gets a record deal or whatever and that's yeah. the end but uh, depending on works. which ending you believe yeah yeah i believe i actually believe the scooby-doo ending <laughs> where they ripped the old guy's face what off for you darn kids i would have gotten away with you <laughs> that's pretty clever i think it's pretty funny yeah uh, blue from old another too. another like, yeah. iconic part of this is the game on where they're just yeah. playing hockey for no reason. They just, the cars come by and they're playing hockey. That's, that's, it has nothing to do with any part of the movie. That it's just was, so random. It's so, just them out in the street. That So Wayne created Wayne or Myers created Wayne mm-hmm. as like mm-hmm. the arc. I can never say this word, but archetype, archetype. of, 
of uh, Canadian youth. That's what Wayne is. He's like the, and so when he started doing it, when they did the movie, they wanted to make him. They said he had to be from America, or, you know, for it to sell. Yeah. No one wants to care about like this Toronto, mm-hmm. whatever. So his he, he made Blackhawks is funny too. Yeah, he made that concession. He, he's got a Campbell jersey, like yeah. a Wayne Campbell, but I think Garth has like uh, I don't know who he had. He had yeah. an actual player though. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, his concession was like, "Well, we're still going to do hockey stuff in the movie." If they're from Chicago, now they're just—they're basically Canadian. They're Canadian youth in Chicago. It's kind right. of the- I think they had the um, the NHL All Star Game was in LA this year, and they opened up the stands donuts like they yeah. reopened it for that's awesome um, All Star Weekend. I think that was a funny idea. But it, it, that scene in hindsight, it there's nothing about the. I think they mention, "Oh, it's okay. The sponsor's not going to ruin us," or something like that. But yeah, it just yeah. Makes no sense. It's just kind of a bit they wanted to work into yeah. the movie that I didn't tell. Right. But it does lead to that great Stacy crashing her bike into the car cracks yeah. me up. It's such a funny And also day. the graduate or not the graduate, the uh the him going and, and doing the uh you know, rescuing her from Rob Lowe where there's the big is that you or the snake is really funny. Yeah. There's there's that it wraps up decent. And also Garth it. wearing the glasses on the outside of the goalie mask too is It's <laughs> 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 awesome. Um, okay. Cool. Wayne's World, coming to a theater near you. <laughs> 25 <laughs> yeah, years ago. 25 years ago. You're lucky. Yeah, grab Rachel McAdams, hop in a time machine, and have a great date night. <laughs> I'm surprised they even tried to make a third, uh, honestly. Maybe. I don't I know. I think you guys I are right. I, I don't know. 55, 60-year-old <laughs> Wayne and Garth is really funny. <laughs> yeah. Still living in their desperate, in their, but still upbeat about living in their parents' <laughs> yeah. basements. So yeah. Really funny. Maybe one of them oh, has man. a kid. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. Good times. Um, uh, well, <laughs> what, where would you um, grade it at? Uh, a plus for me. A it's plus. one of my favorites ever. It's man. an A plus. It's yeah. a. It is an A. I'd say a solid A. Yeah. It's up there. It's it's uh, behind McGruber as far as SNL. Yeah. Movies for me too. But um, it's equal. They're one and one A to me. Um, no. And then obviously, Ladies Man. I would say. Yeah, Ladies Man's one. up there, and then um, the upcoming. Pat. Uh, <laughs> well, you know my um, the my Leslie Jones love Julie. Yes, I was saying they're doing a movie that's based off Leslie Jones' Weekend Update monologue. It's just called Leslie Jones. Yeah, it's it's her just being herself it's in, all in the caps. Leslie yeah. Jones. Yeah, it's her screaming on the poster, which is <laughs> not a surprise. You actually uh, just film her ninety percent no. of the day, and you'll have that shot. No, Colin Jost is doing a movie too, which Brian's pretty. Fun. Are you right. serious? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh my He's gosh. playing you. They're doing a Mad About Movies movie based on all of us. <laughs> Colin Jones is playing Brian. Who would play Richard? Uh, Leslie Jones. I get Bill Hader. You get <laughs> nice. Colin Jones. Thanks. I you, quit. You get Abby Elliott as a man. Fair. Better than Jost. <laughs> Better than Jost? No. Yeah. Oh, dude, I hate Jost. Jost is like no. A number one on my list Like of, of current... It, he has made SNL unwatchable to me. I know there's bad writing throughout, but Weekend Update is supposed to anchor that show, and as long as Colin oh. Jost is there, I'm just like, burn this down. I can't stand it. Terrible. <laughs> He's the best. All right, on that note, we'll see <laughs> you <laughs> next time. <laughs> Boom. All right. Um, find us online, Mad About Movies Podcast, uh, on iTunes. 
Yeah. Where can we find you, Brian? You can find me on the Twitter, Beagle12. And uh, you can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and the Mad About Movies Podcast newsletter. It's one of the top, Richard. One of the top newsletters that Mad About Movies Yeah, releases. it's easily it's, it's in, in the top, top three, two. I would say. Oh, of, top three? Of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just want to be fair. To, yeah. Um, yeah. From the the various Mad About Movies podcast. You're one of the best writers on the show, too. One of the best. You know. I would say that Brian is a top three writer on our show. Yeah. I think that's fair. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, wish I could say the same for you. Yeah, but, uh, that's absolutely true. Okay. All right. You can find right. me, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, mm-hmm. at Richard Barton. Kent, where can I find you? On the show, Mad About Movies on iTunes. Hit subscribe. And come back every week for more twice a week nostalgic even. or current conversations regarding movies. some of our movies. favorite stuff. Um, so, movies. yeah, 25 years since Wayne's World. Crazy. Um, Still good. So it's about time to reboot it, right? <laughs> okay. Miles Teller is no. Wayne. <laughs> Miles Teller. The cup is Garth. <laughs> Buckle up. Garth is um <laughs> it's like we're looking down on Wayne's basement, but that's not Wayne's basement. <laughs> okay. Um Garth, we'll see you next goof. time. All right. Thanks, All right. Garth. All right. Okay, bye. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling toss salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya. The salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again.